Hey, it's Becca. And it's Nancy. And this is Insane Investigations. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Today we are doing a really, really exciting episode. It's a little bit of a different one and we've been like buzzing to do it. Literally. And you know what's so funny, right? I was literally thinking about this because I was like, I feel like we say that for every episode. We're like buzzing to talk about this. And genuinely we are. We literally get so excited. But this one, it's like extra special and it's slightly different like Becca said. Yeah. It's more of like a conversation. Yeah kind of episode we're just gonna be talking about life (laughs) life in general just like how fucked up it is yeah more (laughs) um (laughs) it started off as an episode about our own paranormal experiences i think we decided to do that while recording the ed and lorraine warren episode i think so yeah um and it was just it ended up becoming so much more than paranormal stuff we start talking about aliens and just weird shit that happened and now it's it's just become a shit talking episode yeah basically more or less yeah sit back and get comfortable because you're about to figure out how fucked up our lives are literally (laughs) before we jump into it though i do just want to mention that we were thinking about starting a youtube channel but we do want to get your guys opinions on it do you think that it's something that would be worthwhile that you would be interested in having a look at or like interested in listening to our podcasts Mm. on there because it was something that we were just gonna do from the start yeah i've started trying to make them and they are extremely time consuming yeah it's like a whole other editing software that you have to use now i am happy to do it if it's something that people want but i just kind of want to gauge interest before we jump into it and start properly making content for that so let us know on instagram in the comments on our email anywhere you want let us know yeah we also wanted to let our patreons know that by now there should be an active poll on patreon regarding our dial of pass episodes so if you're interested in getting a shout out in our next episode when we talk about the results go ahead and vote on that one and we also wanted to remind everybody that we are doing a giveaway once yes. we hit 100 followers yep. you know we're really really excited so please please follow us if you haven't already yeah and we can see the information right we can see there's more people listening than they are following following so make sure if you are listening to us you do hit that follow button because we do really want to do this giveaway now that being said granted our followers are growing they are slowly but surely they're hiking up there they're getting there but we still haven't hit 100 yet and that's obviously our goal for the giveaway so yeah get on that if you haven't already so i think that's all the business we really needed to cover so i think we're ready to just jump into the episode and start talking about weird paranormal shit yeah so first we're gonna talk about our paranormal experiences that we've actually had together yeah which there's been more than there should be considering we've been friends for like two years yeah literally. it's a lot and most of it has been at work yeah which is weird definitely convinced that office is haunted, haunted or something so maybe it's a good thing they got rid of us yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i think one of the first paranormal experiences that we had together was just the lift 
them lifts. In the building that we used to work in. Yeah. They were just terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, they said they held 12 people and they held like four <laughs> maybe five yeah if you're push. skinny five yeah <laughs> they would like get stuck sometimes mm-hmm. like not sometimes a lot a lot there was six lifts in particular that were bad there was more in the building but there was these six that were used the, the most. main ones yeah and random ones would get stuck like some of them would just randomly go out of service you could be in the lift yeah and it just stops and then the out of service line comes up and you're like freaking out like i have claustrophobia so i used to be sitting in the lift like no no, yeah and that did happen to me before but luckily it only lasted about a minute and i was sitting in there and it was myself and i think phil and one other person it was like in the morning and we're going up and then the lift just went out of service and all the lights switched off it was pitch black in this fucking lift we were all like like trying to like laugh like, through it kind of thing but we're all a bit like shitting ourselves and then literally all you can see is the glowing light from the little screen that says out of service and we're all sitting here like oh my god turning our torches on on our phones going fuck what are we gonna do there's no signal in these lifts either so it's not even like you can like call for help obviously there's the emergency call button but luckily it literally lasted like a minute and then before we got a chance to proper get into a panic like we were all still kind of in a somewhat calm state yeah it started working again started moving and we we're like okay fine the times that it's happened to me i've either been alone or it's been strangers in the lift so yeah i'm either freaking out and i'm like i'm gonna die in here or i have to pretend like i'm not having an anxiety attack and i'm just standing there and there's like sweat dripping down my face and i'm that's literally what i was like because i was just sitting there and i was like with my torch on my phone like oh what's going on and then the lift obviously started moving i was like if that would have taken an extra like minute if I would have been that lift another minute, I think I probably would have just started like howling or something. I swear, and it lost me shit. Like I think like security and shit used to be panicking because there was so many problems with those lifts, but for no reason. Like there'd be maintenance on them all the time, yeah. and there was times where like people would be stepping off the lift, and the lift would just like bounce, bounce. for a second, and yeah. then like either drop, either drop down a bit, mm-hmm. or like go up a bit so yeah. it's like you're stepping down off the lift or you're stepping up off the lift yeah and the whole lift would like bounce basically yeah it's and it didn't do that all the time so it wasn't like a normal occurrence like you know the way there's like them old kind of scaldy lifts that yeah, just that do, do that because that's just how they are built these lifts didn't do that on like a normal day no and it didn't and even feel like they were like an old dingy broken lift. no like, like it was, it was a was very like, modern office like it was a fairly new built yeah. office as well like it wasn't and it almost felt like controlled like it didn't yeah. feel like it was just like the lift going like do you get me it was like almost like there was a spring underneath you yeah that's what it was like yeah which was weird because we would have been on getting on the first floor there's a basement level as well which is a yeah. car park so it's not like we're on the ground floor because you ever guess sometimes at the very bottom of a lift on the ground floor there is kind of like almost like a springy kind of mechanism at the yeah. end like a stopper to stop the lift from going like hitting the cement on the ground no. there's like this weird spring thing so it's not even like we're kind of on the lowest level lowest of the level. building even when we were up like on the getting off the lift we'd like, be you know yeah. we were up a few floors up so getting off or anything there was definitely no spring under you no. but it felt like there was weird there was also some haunted meeting rooms in that building yes some of them were freaky 
Yeah, I know exactly what Rebecca's gonna say because there was this one specific room where just this weird ass shit was happening. I'll let her yeah. tell you that story because it did affect her <laughs> mainly. But one thing I do want to mention just about the meeting room. So each meeting room had its own like little thermometer. Now them little thermometers in them rooms are fucked half the time. They just did not work. Like it didn't matter what you could have had on the hottest setting, on the coldest setting, you could not for life you control the temperature in them rooms. No. Now what was weird was certain rooms would always be like roasting. Yeah. And other rooms would always be freezing. Now, yeah, fair enough. It could be down to, like, you know, the cooling system or the heating system or whatever just being a bit fucked. It could be that. All of these things about that building could be just explained as, like, just technical fucking shit. But it's just weird, so we just want to kind of talk about it. Like, yeah. But yeah, like, it could have literally just been due to, like, that. But we were able to, like, message facilities straight away and report issues like that. And they'd be, like, quite on the ball with it. But for some reason, no matter what they did to try and fix the fucking temperature in their meeting rooms, it just never seemed to work. Seemed to work, yeah. And we were there for quite a while and we switched floors and everything. So I was pretty much in like every single meeting room on two different floors that we worked on. Yeah. There were times time where we'd be in rooms on other floors as well. Yeah, exactly. That wouldn't be unheard of either. And it seemed so. to just happen in like all of them. So. All of them. Weird. But as Nancy was saying, there was one specific one. One specific room. That yeah. just... Normally I don't get really freaked out by shit like this. Because I'm like, if there was like bad ghosts we would have known about it from yeah. the get-go right? but there was one room where you know the hot and cold thing kind of happened a lot and yeah that was fine but i remember one day i was in a one-to-one with somebody and all the lights switched off and then the light above me just switched on like a spotlight on me. yeah and i got so freaked out like i turned around i like unplugged my laptop i was like we need to move i can't stay in here yeah anymore. it was so scary do you know because there was somebody else in the room as well it's not like it was a motion censored thing yeah and normally with the motion sensors all the lights in that room would we'll all go on. off yeah so and then i'll go back on but it was just the one that was right above and it was a coincidence but it was terrifying yeah terrifying literally that same thing happened when we were in a meeting with i'm not gonna say their names because i don't know whether you know yeah don't have their permission to be named on the podcast but one of the girls on the team that i worked with literally the same thing happened to her we were all in a meeting with our boss and then at the time out of nowhere just all the lights went off i think it was in the same meeting room yeah all the lights went off bar one and it just happened to be like right in front of her and she was like what the hell am i chosen like what does this mean (laughs) it was terrifying now after that i had been in that meeting room a few more times and there was obviously just something wrong with the lights because it happened again and again and it was always the same light obviously it wasn't paranormal in the end there was obviously some weird glitch either that or that light is just haunted the fuck. yeah but at that time i was fully convinced like there was a ghost out to get me yeah but i think that paired with all the other weird shit that happened in that building it wasn't just one specific thing that's the creepy and also thing. the cameras the meeting room cameras the so in all the meeting rooms they were like very high techy they had like this little ipad gadget thing that you would connect your like macbook to and then it would like cast you know if you're on a meeting or something or if you're like sharing your screen in a meeting it'll cast up on like these big kind of tv yokes on the wall but if you wanted to like join a virtual meeting from a meeting room you also had the option there was like this kind of webcam thing that was like built in 
and it kind of was on a swivel so you were able to like control it from this ipad and get it to like point towards you zoom in zoom out whatever it was like you know for your meetings or whatever but basically in all the meeting rooms and i remember at the start i was fucking terrified i remember i was doing a one-to-one i can't remember who it was with and i think i ran to like three different meeting rooms in that space of half an hour because every single meeting room was doing this and it was freaking me the fuck out where we'd be sitting there in a meeting room talking i wouldn't even be necessarily casting anything up on my screen and the camera it would know where it would just like swivel around and just like turn on it's terrifying and you're sitting there and you're like "Eh, what the fuck it happened to me so many times i can't remember who it was that said to me oh they're most motion censored but i'm like if they were motion censored they would point at you when you walked into when the you room walked in, when you walked in front of it and you could be sitting there for like 20 yeah. minutes and then it just points at you yeah like i heard that apparently it's like when you connect your macbook like when you actually connect it to cast upon the screens it switches on but i don't know because i feel like there's been times where i didn't even have my computer connected and it would do that there like just times, randomly yeah. i'd be sitting in there in the dark with my laptop closed just like chatting to somebody and then the camera would just turn we used to like joke and say security was spying on us through yeah the webcams. <laughs> through the webcam do you remember that we're like oh they're watching or somebody was anyways <laughs> so yeah i'm pretty sure there was more weird experiences that we had in that building but that's all that i can think that's of. the main ones they're the yeah. main ones they were the the scariest one but that's not all the paranormal experiences no. we've had together. Oh my god, that's just easing you into easing some of the in. crazy shit we're about to actually cover off in this episode. The first kind of paranormal experience that I want to kind of talk about, and the reason I want to talk about this one first is because staying on topic, it's one that I actually experienced with Rebecca. Even though she wasn't present when it happened, she was in the same house yeah. <laughs> as me at the time and it is actually her house it's as well house, yeah. <laughs> where this happened and, and us being us we had to go investigate so yeah she came down she sussed it out we both determined ghosts and then yeah. left <laughs> yeah i know becca has a load of her own experiences of weird shit that's happened in this house so she's gonna get into them next but this one is probably quite minor in comparison to some of the shit that you're gonna get into but it's all in the bathroom Oh, nothing all- else has happened in this house okay well at least it's not in your room just that there's like three bathrooms in this house as well i'm not rich by the way there are three like small bathrooms but it's just that one bathroom it's just like the main one yeah and anybody who's had weird experiences in this house has had them it's in all that been bathroom. in that bathroom yeah i won't list them off because i didn't no tell them i was doing way. this but there are other people besides the two of us who have been freaked had shit yeah. happen in the bathroom Ooh, okay right so i was in rebecca's one of the days and we were recording and i think we had just finished recording an episode and i was like right i'm gonna run to the bathroom whatever else because we were just done and i went to the bathroom everything's fine did my business in the bathroom went to wash my hands and as i was sitting there washing my hands out of nowhere i heard what sounded like in this particular bathroom it's not like a shower it's an actual like bathtub that obviously has like the shower attachment or whatever and you know in the bathtub you can get like the little plug and then coming off the plug there's usually like a chain it sounded like that like a chain or something like falling down the side of the bathtub into the bathtub yeah. like it wasn't like a big loud like crash bang renting but it sounded like clear it sounded like it was coming from right behind me and it just sounded like a chain like trickling down the side of the bathtub yeah. i know that's a very specific sound and i wish i could recreate it but if you know you know if you have a bathtub basically dangle <laughs> your yeah because i feel like the chain always snaps my one always even in my sink snarl it snapped so it's just kind of off to the side and you can kind of use it if you need it kind of thing if you are taking a bath on the rare occasion that you are yeah you know but yeah anyways but that's basically exactly what it sounds like so i obviously turned around and i'm like what the fuck was that 
and at first I was like oh it must just be that but then I was kind of like why is that just falling now yeah and I looked and there was no chain in the bathtub there's literally nothing in the bathtub that could have made that sound or like there's literally nothing in the bathtub at all to say that anything fell into it to begin with (laughs) but then there was definitely nothing that could have made that sound so I was like oh maybe it was from like I don't know me getting up or something maybe I caused like wind (laughs) I don't know that knocked something over but next to our toilet is the point where it's closest to the bathtub there is like a glass panel as well so it's not like my movement could have knocked knocked anything on the other side of that panel because i can't read through glass and then the sink and everything's on like the complete opposite end kind of towards the opposite end of the bathtub and once again i wouldn't be touching off anything near the bathtub you know what i mean to make that happen and yeah it was just so weird like i was kind of freaked out so i kind of just came upstairs and i was like rebecca (laughs) because like something weird happened and i was like now i'm kind of scared and yeah oh and then when i came back up i found out as well that i had lost my belly ring right my belly ring was missing so i was like oh it must have just you know came untwisted so i was thinking like oh maybe somehow now once again it wouldn't make sense because the glass panel but i was like maybe somehow i don't know my belly ring fell out and that's what i was hearing but it would have like hit off the other side of the bath and that's what and that's what caused the yeah. sound even though it didn't sound anything it wouldn't sound anything like a chain metal so yeah i was like oh it's, it's the like closest maybe, thing yeah. i can think of kind of thing so yeah becca obviously came down to the bathroom with me we ended up completely like searching it together because i was terrified to go back down yeah. on my own she went and she's like i'm gonna have a look and yeah we like scoped out the bathroom and we couldn't find any metal object couldn't find my belly ring no. no, I don't even know 100% that I lost my belly ring in this house, mind you. I could have lost that at home and just didn't know. Yeah, or we had been at work all day. Like, yeah. It could have been anywhere, but it was just weird. It was yeah. just so weird. And a few weeks later, I lost my belly ring in there. I what? forgot to tell you, yeah. No, you never told me that. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, a few weeks later, I lost my belly ring in there. And I was like, whatever ghost is in this house just hates belly rings, obviously. Yeah. But now I'm thinking that whatever ghost is in this house hates piercings okay because i moved in here i lost my industrial Industrial. i lost my septum piercing i lost my belly button ring i i lost my nose piercing and now i don't know if you've noticed since i got my septum pierced the fucking ball is gone and it's like hanging on by a thread so i I ordered like 24 they're coming on friday because i'm fully convinced that there is something in this house that doesn't like piercings yeah because all of them just disappear and i've had piercings since i'm 13 so before i lived here i never had this issue yeah so it's fucking weird yeah but we never found like and i mean i got down on my hands and knees on that bathroom floor and i searched for that belly ring yours yeah and it just was not i remember yeah you were looking behind the toilet and everything i looked everywhere places that it couldn't have possibly even bounced if you threw it like literally the only thing is if it would have fallen down the drain but once again because of that glass panel there's no way because i'm thinking that's the the only spot if the top ball would have already fallen off it could easily slid and fell into the bathtub and then you know swooped down and went into the drain or whatever but the glass panel the glass panel is literally there blocking that yeah so it makes zero sense zero sense yeah the bathroom in this house is just freaky yeah now before i go into it i should probably let you know 
where my estate is built it's built in a really weird shape and there's a green across the road from me and that's because they couldn't get planning permission to build there because it's an ancient burial ground so <laughs> like that straight away tells you everything we already know yeah we're already getting off to a pretty fucked up start yeah literally so I moved here in like, it was 2020, it was actually, I was staying here, this is Nathan's like family home, and I was staying here, and an international lockdown got fucking announced, and I couldn't COVID happened. leave, so I ended up moving in, and the here rest I am, history. the rest is history. <laughs> so, I've lived here for three years, and I live in the attic now and I do hear some weird noises up here but I think that's more an insulation problem and the wind mm-hmm. but that bathroom I hate it it terrifies yeah. me the mirrors I don't know if you have felt this you haven't spent a lot of time in that bathroom but it, as I said it's a very small bathroom so like you can't really be in there without facing a mirror yeah and um, there's two two mirrors in there for some reason but you always feel like you're being watched through them yeah and it's not like when you're looking in the mirror like it's you genuinely feel like you're being watched even if you're not looking in the mirror sometimes just like moving past when you feel like somebody is watching you yeah like there's been times where i've been in there and i'm like turning the mirror away (laughs) just then i have to like look I remember at one point, like, before I went to therapy, I, um, <laughs> I was, like, covering up the mirrors in there yeah. and all. And, like, it was terrifying. And, obviously, then there is the chain situation with yeah. you. But the creepiest thing about that bathroom for me is sometimes I could be walking up the stairs. And if the bathroom door is open, the light is off. I can see, like, the outline of a man standing in the doorway yeah and like you can tell he's wearing a suit by the outline of him like the broad shoulders and he has like a bolo type hat on but like again it's just like an, a shadow outline but like yeah. it's always the same kind of figure kind of figure yeah and i don't see it all the time yeah but i hate walking around this house with the lights yeah. off because i'm like is he in there yeah and do you know what the funny thing is right and i know i have spoken to you about this before and this was something that i noticed like ages ago like when i literally first started coming over with the podcast and stuff was that bathroom like i'm not going to turn around and say i'm psychic or anything right because i know i'm not but i do feel like i can very much i know rebecca's the exact same we feel like we can kind of like pick up on energies is probably the best way to put it so basically what i mean by that is say for example like if i walk into a room full of people I can basically feel the energy in that room. Like, I can't fucking see auras. I'm not Lorraine Warren or anything (laughs) insane like that. We're not clairvoyant. Yeah, I'm not clairvoyant. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I've never really explored that too much, to be (laughs) fair. But, yeah, like, that's just the whole thing. I would say I'm more... The way I've always described it, I'm just more sensitive to energies, if that makes sense. So, like, I get vibes is the best way to that's put. the best way to put it though yeah it's like i'll get a vibe and i'll i'll feel that vibe or even if i walk into a specific place could be somewhere i've never been before and i'll get like this whole vibe it's like i can just feel the energy in the room yeah. like we'll use the example with our jobs right when we all found out that we were all losing our jobs the energy in the office when i'd walk in every day i could feel it like it was like just this hanging dread over everyone and you just could not shake that feeling like the whole time you'd be there like i could just feel that energy it was very negative very like just bad vibes and i remember i actually tried to speak to my boss about this and i was all like hey we need to try and do something like everyone is like 
everything. It's almost shit. like everybody knew before we knew. Yeah, I'm like, something needs to happen, something needs to change. And the man looked at me like I was cuckoo crazy <laughs> and was like, What do you mean? Because he was like, Has somebody come up and said this to you? He was like, Who's coming up and who's telling you these things? Like, who's saying that's bad energy, bad vibes, all that? And I was like, No one is saying it to me. But look around. But I was feel like, it. <laughs> I was like, But I can feel it. They don't yeah. need to say it to me. And he literally looked at me like I was insane because, like, I sometimes forget that not everyone is like me. I just, I don't think about it too much. I'm just like, This is what everyone is like. I don't. Yeah, you just yeah like i just don't really i don't think i'm like special or anything because of it. i just no. think everyone can do this and obviously clearly not everyone it's a sense that you not, have yeah like, it's, it's like an additional sense not everyone has that and yeah like he literally was like you're crazy like i don't feel anything he was like everything's fine he goes unless someone comes up and says it to you like i really wouldn't be stressing yeah. about it and i was like how can you not fucking feel it like and he just couldn't like he was like no i feel like maybe though he was so freaked about it he had like tunnel vision maybe yeah and he was just like not able to recognize it but then again there is some people that just don't feel stuff like that and i think it's people that are just i think the more spiritual you are and the more open to things that you are and the more open to letting feelings in and letting them kind of sit and (laughs) people are able to kind of feel more things that way where some people are like closed off to that and they don't want any more feelings yeah and that's fair but basically with the whole where we kind of (laughs) started with the whole feeling thing was do you remember i was saying as well when i first started coming over and stuff the way rebecca's room is up in the attic you need to kind of go up two sets of stairs to get up to where we record and where her bedroom is so when you go up the first set of stairs to the first kind of landing that's where that bathroom is the light is always off and the door is always open so every single time i'd be going past there or even if i'd be going down the stairs where i would already be kind of passing the level where the bathroom is at but obviously you can see through the railings you can still see the bathroom every single time i walk past the bathroom i always look i don't know why it's like something draws me to look now i can't personally say i've looked long enough or even tried to attempt to make out shapes or anything like that to say i've seen a figure or anything like that because i haven't that's the exact spot where i see it not when i'm directly walking past it when i'm on the stairs going the other way it's like something's drawing me to look there and i'm already after passing by the bathroom at this point it's like when i'm already going down the stairs or even when i'm coming up coming up the stairs before i even pass by it it's like can't help but look it's like something attracts me or something like to just look over there and i was saying it to rebecca now the mirrors i get that like obviously i haven't showered here or anything like that so i can only imagine what that feels like like i'm I'm only in there for like brief period of time but i can imagine being like in there in the shower because obviously you feel vulnerable Vulnerable, when you're showering and i do like feel like you know covering up and i'm like rebecca you're being ridiculous like nobody is watching you yeah you know i mean it's just an energy that i get yeah do you get me it's literally it's not that there's anything weird about it they don't look weird they don't look like tampered with right i'm not being spied on like no it's it's just weird like yeah. it's just an energy that you get and you just you can't ignore it yeah and like like obviously nathan's family uses that bathroom and they don't find that and weird about it nathan's lived here his whole life depends, basically yeah but i don't know what it is like i just can't like i just can't like not that i ever intend to relax in a bathroom but like i can't relax in yeah. there do you get me like it's just oh it gives me the chills mm. like you were saying i've always kind of had those feelings like energies and stuff like that like i'm not saying i see dead people or like (laughs) anything like that but i feel like sometimes i can feel like if my nanny is like watching out for me yeah me and like 
I never met my granddad but I feel like I know him on a spiritual level because I feel like I've felt his presence I haven't seen him yeah yeah yeah. see him or I talk to him or anything like that but I feel like I felt his energy enough to know him on a different level to what I would have here and like I don't really tell a lot of people of that I'm saying this on the podcast because I know people like me are listening to it and like it's people that are genuinely interested and open to this shit but some people think I'm bad shit crazy (laughs) yeah but I do feel like weird presences and energies like that yeah so see I I don't think you're crazy or anything and I do get a lot of people are very skeptical about this stuff now unfortunately it kind of goes back to the whole thing that we're talking about when we're talking about UFOs and stuff that not everyone has genuine experiences some people just like to make things up or like dramatize certain things and that's obviously not what we're here to do today i know i definitely have some absolutely crazy stories that literally belong in a fucking movie yeah. almost <laughs> like some mad shit some of them experience aren't even necessarily mine but just some crazy shit but like i wouldn't make up additional things or try and like make, make it seem more it's than not. it's not and unfortunately a lot of people do shit like that those ones again give people who do have genuine experiences almost a bad name and their label is like oh they're crazy or yeah the minds make it up i mean fair enough if that's what you think we might be maybe this isn't the podcast for you yeah but you get example. it you get it if you don't yeah. you don't <laughs> exactly like people who don't get it i don't think they mean any ill intent for not getting it like my dad for example he's only ever heard of people who like talk to people that aren't there and stuff like that get sent to like mental institutions when i went to him and i was like oh i like was talking to nanny or could feel nanny or whatever like that he was like oh my god like what am i gonna do she's crazy yeah (laughs) do you know what i mean she's lost her mind but it's just because he doesn't get it get it yeah do you get me it's not like he's like oh you're crazy and like i'm trying to make you feel bad about it way he's just like oh fuck she might need help yeah (laughs) do you know what i mean so i don't think there's anything special about anybody who can feel things like that i think it's just people who are more open to feeling things like that can definitely so the only person that has had matcha happen in their house (laughs) i unfortunately have also had similar experiences and one of them, funny enough, actually has to do with a bathroom. No way. Yeah, one of them is. And a shadow man. So this was my first, what I would refer to as like my first ever kind of paranormal experience. Now, the thing is, I don't remember a lot of stuff to do with my childhood. I have like really, really bad memory. I've always had a really bad memory. And I do tend to forget quite a lot of things. So I don't have, I don't recall a lot of stuff maybe before the age of like 15 yeah like i do remember bits and bobs right it's not just like i don't know who i was or where i came (laughs) from no memories (laughs) i have no memories it's just i don't have a lot like my sister for example oh my god she's literally she has like the memory of an elephant is that what they say is it an elephant that has a long memory thing yeah but yeah she remembers like minuscule details like she'll come up and she'll randomly say hey do you remember when we did this in 2005 i'd be like nah you were literally three how the fuck do you remember that (laughs) you know what i mean because a lot of stuff i just don't recall but this is something that has stuck with me and this is something that i still remember clear as day i can imagine myself being there experiencing this shit all over again like it's very very vivid in my brain mind you i was very young when this happened as well i don't know exactly how old i was i would guess maybe like five or six because it wasn't in my current house this happened in my old house and i used to live in the city center and if anyone's ever been in dublin or even knows dublin people who aren't from around here or even if you google dublin you'll see a lot of like the buildings and the architecture in dublin 
is very much still like original buildings like old buildings and a lot of stuff has been modernized like inside obviously we have like shopping center new buildings as well but a lot of it is still very much old-timey <laughs> old-fashioned uh, old-fashioned i would say yeah but yeah so basically we lived in these apartments that were very old like victorian style houses kind of thing like these apartment buildings were and i don't know exactly like how old they were like when they were built but i remember like creaky wooden floors now you know them hollow wooden floors yeah. like, as you're walking like your footsteps like echo and they sound so loud and mad creaky wooden doors and even the stairs like that went up because we were on like the ground floor but there were stairs that went up to like the apartments above us and even then they were like them old wooden creaky stairs that go all the way up and all like just proper old vibes old vibes so that building was old enough as is god some of these stories i just know i really hope my parents don't listen to this episode because <laughs> there's some shit that i know for a fact i'm gonna get crucified for but anyways as you probably know from some of the other episodes i was a bit of a pyro as a child <laughs> i've always been fascinated by fire not so much anymore but yeah when i was a kid i remember in that house i ended up stealing a lighter from i think it was like the kitchen table or something like that right now both my parents are smokers so they had lighters <laughs> lying around took a lighter even though i knew i wasn't allowed to play with fire i knew i wasn't allowed to touch the thing yeah i did it and hence why the bathroom comes into play oh god <laughs> obviously i knew i wasn't allowed to play with this lighter this was a one bedroom apartment and the only doors was the bathroom door and the bedroom door <laughs> the rest was pretty much like open plan oh <laughs> like it was like a studio apartment almost like everything was just all conjoined so i was all like i know the only door that has a lock bar the front door is the bathroom door so i took the lighter my little ass ran to the bathroom <laughs> locked the door and i pulled the toilet seat down and i was sitting on the toilet seat mind you i was like five or six at this stage and the bathroom was pitch black all the lights are off <laughs> and i just had the flame from the lighter i just kept like flicking the lighter on and just like watching the flame and you know obviously it was like moving around yeah. and i was like ooh, like just fascinated <laughs> by this shit and i'm sitting there and basically to the left of me so the way the door was to the right directly to the right then it was the toilet then to the left of me was the sink and then just after the sink then was the bathtub it was a very very small bathroom it wasn't big by any means and that was literally like there was nothing else in that bathroom by that and the way i was sitting there on the toilet and i was like playing with the lighter obviously like the flames are like dancing all over the walls and creating all these mad shadows and stuff i look over to my left and i see what looks like a dark figure lying in the bathtub right wow. now once again i was maybe five or six like this could just be chalked up to a child's imagination yeah all of the shit i'm gonna tell you what happened is just stuff that i've experienced i'm not necessarily saying any of this is 100 percent ghosts or demons or anything Anything crazy like that that. this is just weird shit that has happened to me that i don't know if i necessarily have answers for could be paranormal but yeah there are also explanations or possible explanations for half the shit that we're going to talk about and i will let you know that as well like as we're going through like what it might be the reason we're doing this is because it's weird stuff that we have no explanation for yeah we've split it up into like paranormal and ufo but we're not saying 100 percent that this is what what it is is. yeah you know i mean we could just be fucking crazy at the end of the day do you know what i mean so don't take any of this as gospel this exactly is just a bit of like it's just laugh yeah it. it's a bit of like having a good time episode yeah <laughs> but anyway so i see this figure in the bathroom and then i would know where it like looks like it rises like as if it, whatever was lying in this bathroom kind of goes to sit up in the bathroom 
I couldn't make out obviously features or male woman it would just look like a figure like a person but I couldn't it was just dark yeah couldn't see its face or anything but just this is kind of what I remember it it almost looked like it turned its head and I could like feel it staring right at me and I lost my shit and I fucking opened the door ran out total hysterics screaming crying my mom obviously went to the bathroom seeing there was nothing there she was obviously like what the fuck were you doing locked in the bathroom in the dark but yeah that's basically the first did they know you had the lighter i can't remember i feel like maybe they did yeah i actually genuinely can't remember remember. whether this i mean i just remember that thing and it it freaked me out and obviously i don't know whether it could just be total coincidence but it can just be your imagination it could very well be obviously kids have like mad imagination so it wouldn't be unheard of yeah like i had a weird experience when i was like 12 and i still don't know if it was just like my imagination or if it actually happened yeah it was like a couple of weeks after my nanny had passed away and i was really really close with her yeah so my mom was kind of like oh you might like dream about her and it's okay and like she was on my mind an awful lot and i remember one night i got into bed and uh, i could see her in the corner of my room mm-hmm. but it didn't like look like her like it yeah. was her but it didn't like look like her like it looked like she was almost like melting oh like not like melting melting but like everything was like drooping i don't know it was weird yeah it was like i was seeing her like after she had passed oh okay no she didn't say any it was for a brief second and then it was gone do you know what i mean but i just remember being so freaked out by it so freaked out by it not like in like a bad sense that like i was scared i wasn't scared or anything yeah but it just felt so real but like to this day i don't know if it was just like oh i just missed her or if that was like because like you're subconscious it was an actual thing no but that would freak me out like i i keep saying it freaked me out it didn't like it's kind of the wrong word i wasn't scared in any way it was just like it freaked you out in a sense like it was just a mad bizarre experience yeah and do you know what that actually reminds me of and i didn't actually have this listed (laughs) on my stories to cover but it like literally triggered a memory and you know what reminded me of it the way you were saying that your mom told you like after she passed you might dream of her or anything like that so basically in my like parents culture there is like a belief that after a person passed away it's like their spirit wanders the earth for like 30 days or something like that to like finish off any business or anything that it needs there's like go visit its loved ones one last time before spirit moves on so a few years ago like this is going back a good few years i was still a child maybe like eight or nine when this happened my sister's godfather passed away and him and his wife were divorced he ended up getting diagnosed with cancer it was yeah it was really bad and then eventually you know he was gone yeah and like i said they ended up going through like a massive divorce a few years prior to him being diagnosed with cancer and everything else and i'm not going to get into like their whole personal life or anything but it was one of them it was just a messy divorce and they weren't really on good terms by the end of it and obviously with the whole news of the cancer and stuff they kind of like reconciled to a certain extent and they started kind of talking and stuff a little bit more and obviously they kind of made up before his passing which was obviously really good because that's kind of what you want to do but anyways after after this weird stuff started happening in the house so when they got the divorce that he left the house to his wife and his daughter and he moved out and got his own place so all of this stuff happened in the house that he used to live in as well before the divorce happened he moved out 
but yeah after his passing like just weird stuff started happening where the daughter would basically say stuff to her mom like she would you know almost like feel her dad around the place another weird thing that would happen is at night in bed his wife would say or his ex-wife would say that like it's almost like she could feel like a presence in bed with her almost kind of thing oh my god yeah like not necessarily like physical like she wouldn't feel somebody like touching her or you know but it's like she could just feel like there was somebody lying there with her kind of thing she said it was like like i'm literally getting chills thinking about about it because and once again like these people wouldn't have anything to gain by making this up like this is personal stories that she has told my mom and my mom yeah. has told me because she knows i'm interested in all this kind of stuff just as like oh guess what's going on with this but it's not like something that you know my mom would casually be talking to people about my sister's godmother about yeah. you know what i mean unless you know whatever yeah and she was basically saying all this because her and my mom were quite close and she didn't really know what to do so she was like talking to my mom about it and like she wasn't scared she said she never really felt scared because she, it's like she knew it was him she didn't feel threatened by any shape or form she said also out of nowhere she would start getting whiffs of like cologne in the house right and it was literally only her and her teenage daughter living there her daughter it's not like she had a boyfriend around the time where she was like bringing fellas over like lad mates or something like just this could be like in the early hours of the morning just randomly throughout the day they would just smell cologne yeah like for no apparent reason oh by the way the whole thing with the cologne as well like there was a stage where she was literally having arguments with her daughter because she was like you're bringing fellas over and she was like i'm not i swear and she was like well where's the smell like aftershave coming from like are you spraying aftershave like what's going on and like yeah like the daughters swore up and down that she wasn't having any fellas over or she, oh anything like that yeah and the last thing that happened she was making this particular type of soup right that he loved like it was always like his favorite meal that she would make for him kind of thing and she said that one day she was making the soup and obviously this was after he was gone and around the same time all this weird shit was happening and she put out a bowl of soup for herself it was really really hot it was only fresh off the stove so she left it on the table in the bowl just let it cool off for a bit until she's ready to eat it kind of thing and she said she turned around she was like cleaning up you know washing the delf or whatever cleaning up the kitchen and waiting for her soup to cool off and she said i don't know where she heard like a, a banging noise and she turns around and the whole bowl of soup was flipped what the over fuck? yeah nah like just like somebody flipped the whole bowl of soup over and she was the only one home her daughter was in school at the time so she was literally the only person in the house when this happened as well nobody else lived there and they don't have cats or anything that could have yeah she doesn't know and she said in the moment she actually laughed and then she like called out to her ex-husband by name and was all like can you just stop pissing about like yeah. just let me have fucking food yeah like at least let me fucking eat <laughs> i know this was your favorite soup and shit and you can't have any but please yeah and she said that like she's gas like she's a bit of a mad woman in herself which says she literally started like speaking out to him in that moment i was like give me some fucking peace god damn it like and just let me eat me soup but yeah that actually reminded me as well something that's not on my list either yeah and it's a big one i don't know how i didn't think to say this yeah it happened like way back when i was living in my mom's house it kind of started when we moved in which was like back in 2005 so the way that my mom's like downstairs was kind of laid out like you'd walk in the front door and to the left was the stairs Mm -hmm. and then you'd walk down the hall and the first door on the right was the sitting room and then the last door on the right was the kitchen and then the kitchen kind of went in and around yeah it was a weird layout but if you stood at the end of the hall like facing the front door you would be able to see a little girl right what 
Yeah. I love how you just said that so casually. Just so he casually. He stared at the front door, just this little girl would appear. Just this little girl, right? But she'd be, you'd only like catch like a glimpse of her because it was like she'd be running around the corner to go up the stairs. Oh. So you'd just see like her little blonde curls like come up behind her as like she's running up the stairs. And whenever you got to the bottom of the stairs or if you were going up, you'd get like a shiver. I no. have like goosebumps all over my whole body right now. What the fuck? It was not scary at all. Like yeah. it didn't do that. And like I remember my auntie had scenarios where like, something was turning her kettle on at three o'clock every morning or something but nothing actually happened in the house you would just get the shiver at the bottom of the stairs and if you stood at that end of the hall sometimes you'd get a glimpse you'd get a glimpse of this little girl but when mom had the house done up and now like when you walk in the front door if you walk straight it's like into the kitchen so like the house has kind of been changed a lot yeah so you can't really see her you don't see her anymore you don't feel it anymore we all think she got lost in the (laughs) transition with the fucking new layout yeah like the whole house was basically ripped out and yeah started from scratch so i don't know what happened but i remember when i was younger as well like people were telling me that the girl that lived in the house before me died in a fire and all now it was not true because i remember like going to my mom and being like oh my god it's the girl from the fire my mom was like no like the little girl that lived here is fine she just moved away yeah (laughs) she's alive and well (laughs) but like i remember like people on the street would be telling me like oh my god she died in the fire and i was like oh my god yeah no kids are terrible yeah but yeah i can't believe i completely forgot to mention that like that was probably the scariest thing of them all yeah like that is proper most unexplainable and as i said earlier like my dad doesn't really believe in all this stuff but even he will tell you about this little girl he will tell you that he's seen it and he felt it like it's mad weird yeah the next one i have as well kind of does involve a little girl too which is kind of freaky and this is again one of them things that really really stuck out to me i can't explain it i still remember it extremely vividly and once again i don't know i'm not saying any of this is paranormal because part of me really hopes it's fucking not because i still live in this house to this day but basically this all played out when i was slightly older i think i was maybe around like eight because i was young enough and we were only after moving to the new house so a little bit before we kind of get into that story just to know um, my estate was like freshly built estate it was built i want to say in like maybe 2005 2006 maybe because i think i was like six or seven when i moved there and it was in the area that it was built it was basically on the outskirts of the city there wasn't really much else around there and the actual ground used to be a dump site for like just rubbish now this is something that me and my mom my sister and i have talked about my friends have talked about before like who've lived in that estate that we think that because there is a lot of weird shit not only that happened to me like a lot of people who i grew up with that lived in that estate have had weird shit happen to them as well so we think that it could just be the whole estate but it could be the area and we think that maybe it's possible that that whole area might have been you know there's a lot of shit that happens there a lot of people die <laughs> just casually <laughs> yeah. like they just kill each other around there all the time so i wouldn't be surprised with this giant dumping ground available yeah and where's a good place to dispose of a body your estate actually yeah, like <laughs> pretty much before it fucking was built yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that is kind of what used to happen but that we think that that could be why now there's no proven facts or anything to state that whatever but it's not a burial site or anything like that but we wouldn't be surprised if there was a few bodies lying deep underground where my whole estate is built but anyway so 
back to my story. So since we moved into this house, like I said, it was a brand new house, brand new built estate. There was no, we were like one of the first people to move in as well. I always had a weird vibe coming from my mom's room, in particular, my mom's room. Yeah. The rest of the house was pretty much okay. It was just my mom's room. And um, when I was younger, I used to have this cat, and I think I told you about this cat before. Betty, I miss yeah. Betty so much. She was a fucking unreal cat. But Betty was a bit of a hoe because she was an outdoor cat. And <laughs> we did eventually go to get her neutered, and ironically enough, that's how we ended up losing her because she got over a carrier and she darted outside the vets, and she was gone. Like she ran in between houses, housing states, are jumping over walls, and. She- that was it. My parents went, they drove around the area trying to look for her for ages. They couldn't find her and like that was it. Um, because we didn't have enough of the kittens. Yeah. But anyways, up until the point where we did go and book her in to get her neutered, she did come home a few times with kittens. And luckily we were able to like rehome them and stuff. But anyways, this one particular time, she was in the house and she was underneath the bed in my room when she decided to give birth. So she was having these kittens in my oh. room. It was a school night as well and obviously the cat was like meowing and everything while it was trying to give birth. So my mom told me, it's getting late, you know. I was just sitting in the room chilling waiting for the kittens to be born at that stage. And I was like, go. My dad was in work, he was working night shifts me. I was like, go, lie down, go to sleep in my room. I'll come in and I'll move you. Like I said, I was a child at the time. She was like, I'll grab you and I'll put you into your bed once. The cat is done having kittens because she couldn't even really like get her out because she was like in there having the kittens. So my mom couldn't really move her. So she was like, yeah, you just go sleep there. So I was like, okay, grand. So anyways, like I said, I always got like just weird vibes in that room for some reason. So I was scared to go in there at the time on my own. Yeah. Regardless. So I was with Max at the time. I brought Max into the room with me. And because Max was allowed in the beds, but he would sleep down like by the bed. So he came in and normally, like I said, he would sleep in there with my parents all the time and he'd sleep on the ground and be set. Like it's not like he wasn't used to that room. Yeah. But this one particular time I had the lights on because I told you I was not staying in that room in the dark. No way yeah, in hell. No way. So I had the lights on and I was lying in bed and I had my teddy bear because I had a teddy bear I used to sleep with and Max in the room thinking everything was safe. And I remember like Max was like very agitated now once again i'm going to be realistic about this and it could just be due to the fact that obviously dogs he was able to sense the cat was giving birth in the room next room over so i wouldn't be surprised if that was the reason why but anyways this particular time he was like extremely agitated and he was just kind of pacing back and forth pacing back and forth and he just wasn't settling yeah right so i was sitting there and i was getting like annoyed because i was like i need to go to sleep i'm in school in the morning the cat's giving birth in my room max is here pacing back and forth and i I just can't get to sleep yeah and while i was sitting there and i was like giving out to him or whatever first of all i heard what sounded like a young girl laughing like just like a little giggle yeah like it wasn't like a mad hysteric laughter and done for ages but it was just like a little giggle and in the moment i was like not really thinking much of it i was all like oh it's probably just jenny next door yeah laughing at the kitten it's being born or something something weird like that i don't know what i was thinking but i was like it must just be her being a weirdo and when i went to kind of turn around at one point i go to kind of flip over i was facing my mom's wardrobe and she has one of them big kind of like sliding door wardrobes yeah and as i was sitting there facing that didn't the wardrobe just open on its own about, what the fuck i don't know how, how big would that be maybe like 10 inches yeah it just opened nah. and i darted yeah like i mean i ran for the heavens and i sprinted i remember like that time max started as well i opened the door the table was just bolted out of the room i'm screaming yeah. bawling and i ran and i ran all the way out the front door actually i didn't even stop i left the house yeah. nancy has left the building i was like seven or eight it was a skill night and i left the building i was gone Fuck that. and i was outside by my front door just like 
bawling my eyes out. Obviously, my mom's like, what the fuck is after happening? And she sprints down after me. And then she was all like, no, it's nothing. She went in, she checked the wardrobe, checked under the bed, did all the checks. And there was nothing. She couldn't find anything. She was all like, oh, you probably just imagined it. Or you might have been half asleep or whatever. And yeah, and I just, I didn't really understand. But at that point, the cat had finished giving birth to her kittens. So I was able to go back into my room. And do you remember I was saying I heard that little giggle and I thought it was just Jenny? Jenny was fast asleep. And she had been fast asleep basically since I left the room to go into my mom's room. And I was in there for a good bit trying to fall asleep, but I couldn't fall asleep because Max kept pacing around the place. Yeah. Like I was in there for a good, I don't know how long, I can't remember exactly how long, but I know I was lying there for a good while. That's fuck. Yeah. No, I would have just ran away. Yeah. I don't know. And even to say, like, my mom laughs at me because I'm an adult now basically and even to this day i'm kind of like about her room yeah no i would be exactly the same like i'll go in there during the day but i'm not oh actually i do have another little small story to do with that room and this was something that happened actually probably my most recent experience i don't know whether once again this is paranormal i do have a possible theory as to what this might be but it was weird in anyways basically my parents were gone and the door to their room was open because our current dog that we have Maya she can open doors she sleeps in my parents room with my parents so she's used to kind of going and just chilling there throughout the day but anyways it was night time and I wanted to go and get all like the dogs and the cats and everything out of the room so I could like close the door because there was like a draft and the doors were making loads of noise and shit and I was trying to go to sleep I ended up walking to my mom's room and they were gone right so there wasn't anyone in that room for like days on end and next to their bed they have like this cabinet that has like these two glass doors that's like a bookcase yeah but it's like old it's not like new by any means so it's like old creaky wood just freaky in itself yeah and i ended up walking in and the two cabinet doors were wide open and nobody it was literally only me and my sister in the house at the time and none of us were in that room like for like the whole week my parents were gone this happened like i think a couple of days in I think it was like on the, the fifth day or something like that yeah and none of us have been in that room and it's not like that cabinet to use it's a display cabinet so it's not like even my parents would be open in there or anything like they have no reason to reach in for anything it's just like display stuff like yeah you know what i mean it's like one of them yeah like haven't got a clue and i went in and i literally walked out of the room she was like what the fuck i just looked at it i took a photo <laughs> Like, the light was on. I didn't even go near it. I just took the dogs out, took the cats out of the room, walked out, and I was like, Jen? And Jenny was like, what? And I was like, something weird's happening. And I was like, I was terrified in the moment, but I was like, just so frozen in fear and shock. And I was like, something something weird's after happening. And she knew I was walking out my mom's room, so she's like, what? Because <laughs> straight away, she's like, what? Because she knows about that room. Yeah. And I was like, can you come in here for a second? She's like, I'm not going into that room. <laughs> no. No. Like, even yesterday, what was it? Something happened oh do you know what it was milo was asleep on my ma's windowsill uh, one of our cats at the moment and i wanted to go and get him out of that room so i could close the door once again and whatever have the cats on the hall and i was trying to tell jenny to go and get milo because i was already in bed and i was nice to get up because i had work the next day she didn't she's on her summer holidays now so i was like will you just go get milo and she's like i'm not going in that room <laughs> like she won't but yeah she came in then she seen it and we were both like super super hella freaked out now what we think might be the cause because tell me mad this and my mom was like what the fuck as well yeah um what we think might have been it obviously the cats were in that room and milo gets up on the kitchen counters like on the very top like next to the scene like he's insane we think that maybe he could have just jumped up on it and, and just it. kicked the doors by accident like in the process of either getting up or getting down could have been and because they are like i said it's an old thing like if you even like tip it they'll, they'll, swing open. Doors, they'll yeah. just swing wide open 
do you get me so i think maybe that's what happened but it's the first time anything like that has ever happened and it was weird yeah that is scary did it ever happen again no and that only happened there like what maybe two months ago three months ago it was like fairly recent yeah so the next one that i wanted to talk about goes back to when i was a kid so i remember it's not there anymore like there's been buildings on the building and the estate and everything since but i remember when i was younger my road was kind of like the end of the residential area it was just a field after that right so there was like a wall and a gate you couldn't just like get into the field like you'd have Mm -hmm. to climb over the gate right and everybody called it the farmer's field okay because it was owned by a farmer and there was like crops and spuds and stuff yeah but every year there'd be like bonfires and stuff at halloween and every year somebody got burned real bad but anyways Mm -hmm. it happened every year anyway but everybody used to say if you went onto this farmer's field and you got caught he'd shoot you okay and obviously as a child oh that would be terrifying you you don't know like the gun laws here like you watch tv and you're like oh guns yeah so like everybody was terrified yeah actually thinking they'd get shot like actually thinking they'd get shot and i actually live on a hill so like there's another row of houses like above me Mm -hmm. my mom's house i should say i don't live there anymore but there was another row of houses like behind us and then there was the field but the farmer's field like went all the way up right and then that kind of split off into a different field okay and there was a wall there and people used to say that that was like the banshee wall okay but like you'd be out on the street playing and you would hear like gunshots what sounded like gunshots, gunshots and you'd yeah. hear screams and everybody would be like it's the farmer's field it's the banshee and every child on that street was fucking terrified absolutely you would be. terrified but it was never explained now the shooting possibly i found out like years and years later when i was a teenager that the army does practice like close to where i live now it's yeah. not like super close but it would explain like sometimes you can you hear, can hear it's loud yeah so that kind of explained that but the screams were never really explained but everybody yeah. used to be like oh it's the banshee and i remember i wouldn't eat banshee bones or anything like i was proper fucking terrified, terrified. of this banshee and like people you say like if she screamed three times she'd like take your soul or some weird shit like that what? it was terrifying like the kids on my street used to come up with the weirdest shit and i was gullible as fuck so i used yeah. to be sitting there looking at them like oh my god we're all gonna die yeah like this is it <laughs> jesus yeah. christ so that was a that was a scary one yeah still unexplained still i don't think it was a banshee but i highly highly doubt there was somebody in danger that often yeah. in my state yeah yeah weird weird definitely weird oh i guess we should say to people as well we're after saying a state a lot if you're not from ireland or i suppose it's I more of a dublin thing or maybe the uk i say state in the uk the council like states a neighborhood a neighborhood yeah so my next kind of story it's kind of like three little ones i'm going to kind of mash into one because it's all in relation to the same thing and they're not long enough to kind of go on in great detail about each of them going back to the whole creepy shit that's happened in my house there's this one time as well that we all kind of joke my family and say a ghost tried to flood our house because probably about two three years ago i think it was actually during covid if i'm not mistaken because we were all home at the time i was walking down the stairs and when i got to the downstairs landing we have like a it's literally just a toilet and a sink like there's no shower or bathroom or anything down there and there was like water pouring out from like underneath the bathroom door so i'm like what the fuck is going on and i opened the door and the tap is on like full blast like full tap full blast 
water pouring to the point where it's like overflowing the sink and even though it's like trying to drain it's like still overflowing the sink and it's like pouring everywhere now luckily it wasn't like proper deep it, it didn't get like really bad but like my whole downstairs landing was like there's water everywhere 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 yeah and the light was on as well in the bathroom i was like who the fuck just like left the taps on full blast like that like why yeah like just why how i don't get it and my ma was downstairs and i screamed to her and i'm like hello my dad was upstairs in his room jenny was in my room and i was in the bathroom getting ready when all this like before going down the stairs and noticing and my mom was like in the living room or kitchen doing something i don't know what she was doing anyway so i call over to her my mom comes in she's like fuming because naturally so she's immediately blaming me yeah or jenny she was like it was one of you it was not like it has been upstairs all day like one of you must have done it and i was like i was in the bathroom literally doing my makeup up until this point i go this is the first time i've been downstairs over the last few hours like yeah you know definitely wasn't me i literally have not even been on the downstairs floor of my house jenny was down literally seconds prior to me walking out of the bathroom and going downstairs she had only come up when this happened and she said that when she walked up the stairs first of all there was no water on the ground like there was no overflowing sink and she said that also she couldn't hear the water running in the bathroom because it was loud obviously it was like both taps were on i could hear it yeah before i could see the water before i turned the corner and actually looked down to see the water so she would have definitely heard it like walking past the door and she said like the taps weren't on or anything she came up the stairs a few seconds later i walked down the stairs both taps are on literally the fucking downstairs in my house is flooding what the yeah fuck? and my mom's blaming me or my sister and we don't know how it happened like we genuinely don't know everyone in my house swears that none of us did it my mask still convinced i think deep down that it was like jenny or something <laughs> jenny swears that she was nowhere near the bathroom and also she's like why the fuck would i do that yeah it makes no sense like yeah. why would anybody do that in their own gap yeah like we literally just ended up shutting off the taps and just like, cleaned it up and that is weird closed the light closed the door i was like yeah. no that's something that happened and yeah so going back to the whole thing of like no sorry do you say it was a dumping ground before <laughs> but maybe somebody dumped the body and that's why it's hella haunted one of my neighbors and i'm actually going to go into like some of their experiences and the only reason i'm doing this is because they were kind of close family friends for a lot of my childhood so my parents and their parents would talk and they would kind of tell them shit what that happened and my mom yeah. then told me years later and there is one thing that i actually kind of experienced about myself so anyway, so we have these neighbors that we were like i said really close with kind of growing up and the way that they live so basically i live in a duplex and this is gonna be really hard to explain but basically the way the estate is built up it's like two rows of duplexes parallel to each other and then at the end kind of conjoin and then attaching the two of them if you imagine like a rectangle the little bit at the end is made up of actual apartments yeah. right and behind the duplexes and behind the apartments where the balconies are there's they're called like communal gardens it's basically we don't have like our own separate back garden like a private back garden it's literally just one big patch of green yeah. with like some benches and some plants and shit that's like the communal back garden that you can just go to and, you know chill out or do yeah. whatever but their balcony is kind of facing my balcony it's a little bit off to the side but if i'm sitting on my balcony and they're sitting on their balcony i could basically look over to the house i could possibly have a conversation if i'm talking loud enough you know balcony to balcony kind of thing yeah. and that will play into the story later but the first kind of story and this was something that happened when they first moved into the house and this was the parents that experienced this not the kids so the wife said that one morning she was lying in bed and she had woken up her husband was still asleep at the time she had just woken up and she looked up and she seen what looked like the shadow of a person walking along the hallway kind of casting a shadow over yeah. onto her bedroom wall because her bedroom door she sleep with her bedroom door open 
it looked like there was like somebody who was after walking down the hallway kind of thing. It said she could hear like footsteps and somebody walking by. So she immediately uh, like, oh my god, the kids are late for school, right? Yeah. Because her kids, that's would, what you think. She had two sons. They were old enough to kind of bring themselves to school. So she was all like, oh my god, like they're running late today. They must have missed their alarms, or whatever else. They didn't get themselves up on time. So yeah. she like calls out to them, gets no response, right? So. She goes down, calls out to them again. They're gone. Like, they're gone. They left. They already went to school. So she's like, okay, it wasn't them. She looks over. Her husband's dead asleep in bed. And yeah, she doesn't know what it was. She can't explain it to this day. What? She literally has zero explanation for it. And it is weird as well. Because like I said, they live in a duplex like we do. So the bedrooms are essentially kind of like what would be like the third story. Or sorry, the second floor. Yeah. If you're thinking of like an apartment complex. It's like the first, first and second floor. And then there's, like, the ground floor is kind of, like, somebody else lives down there kind of thing. Yeah. So, it would be kind of high up to the point where if it was somebody walking along the street or something, the shadow wouldn't cast all the way upstairs on the third floor. No. And you wouldn't hear footsteps like that. No. So, that obviously, like, freaked her the hell out. So, she ended up getting a um, priest to come and bless the house. (laughs) Yeah, just to be on the safe side because that, like, totally freaked them out. And this actually happened later on to that same family they were gone on holidays and another family friend of theirs that is also a mutual family friend of my parents was minding their house right yeah they were like relatives or something like that so anyways that person was minding their house so he would come in and he'd like check the house or whatever like the family friend would check the house out he had a key he'd go in check everything was okay and then he'd go and he'd kind of come in and check like every other day or something like that and one night my mom was out on the balcony having a smoke and she calls me over she's like come here have a look at something so i was like okay so i walk over and she's like look over at their house and i was all like yeah and i think at this point it was probably like around midnight like it was quite late and i was like yeah and she was like the light is on and i was all like what she goes look in the kitchen i looked in the kitchen and they had like a lamp or something that was on and we didn't think like anything spooky of it we we're like oh for fuck's sake like your man must have forgot to turn off the lamp like that's obviously going to cost them electricity if they just leave it on or yeah. whatever especially because he was only coming every other day my ma was all like oh i'll get your dad to give him a call tomorrow morning and just let him know that he's after leaving the lamp on because my parents didn't have a key to go up and just switch it off themselves for him to come back and switch it off so anyways, next morning my dad gives your man a call and he was all like i wasn't there yesterday what and he was like there was no lamp on when that happened he comes over to the house the lamp's on he turns the lamp off leaves the next night guess what happens nah the lamp comes back on so anyways my dad's like joking with him he's like oh there's ghosts in the house and all this yeah. shit right your man's like nah I hope there really isn't because I need yeah, to go back there actually freaked out. he goes back and he like turns off the lamp or whatever and then when they came back from their holidays my mom actually went and like told your one like yo just FYI the lamps after coming on or whatever like me and i was joking oh i think there's ghosts in your house <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and your one was just like uh apparently it's on like it's not on a timer it's on some type of like motion sensor and then she was saying something that like it could be the fridge that like triggered it like she gave my ma like some weird ass excuse that just made no mm. sense whatsoever so my ma thinks that maybe she was already told obviously your man told her what happened and she like didn't want to admit or yeah, think about she the needed positive. to like come up with some kind of yeah she was like oh it's like when the fridge comes on or when the fridge fucking does something at a certain yeah. hour it kickstarts that lamp for some reason you do do that sometimes though like do you ever get like when you're in a hotel and you're hearing like noises and you're like it's just the pipes it's just the pipes yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
so another one that i wanted to talk about is another experience that i had that i cannot understand i was at a friend's house for the very first time didn't know anything about his family history didn't even know that his nanny lived in his house yeah before she passed away yeah but the first time i was in his house i went to sit in an armchair and then i stopped like i hesitated and Mm -hmm. i sat somewhere else and obviously his family was like what the fuck (laughs) and i was like was that not like your nanny's chair and i don't know it just came out yeah i don't know where it came from i don't know how i knew but they all looked at me like i had 10 fucking heads because it was his nanny's chair i don't know how i knew and it was his nanny's chair it was his nanny's chair oh my god but it was just like i'm telling you now you are like psychic i tell them about the pizza so one night we were recording and we were out my back it must have been like warm or something we were chilling out my back yeah and we had ordered pizza and everybody was kind of like it was me nancy and the two natans and um we were all kind of sitting there like we're starving waiting for this food and everybody was like looking at the front door because you can see my front door like through my back door and um i was like oh it's here and everybody was looking at the front door like oh no there's nothing there and with that lights showed up yeah like like the car headlights then after and by the time i got to the door like your man was knocking on the door and they were all just looking at me like what the fuck yeah but i don't know how i know these things and it has happened multiple times when me and you have been here like we'd literally be sitting there and that time like we were all like talking mid-conversation like we were keeping an eye on the door but we weren't like sitting there all like glued to it or anything like that yeah but there was like no car sound there was no knock on the door there was literally nothing and rebecca was like the food's here so we all look over like no it's not like there's no one at the door you could see because she has like frosted the glass so you could yeah. see the outline of someone standing at your front door but yeah and i was like there's nobody there what are you talking about and then literally two seconds later she was like i'm gonna go check and she gets up and goes to the door yeah. and, and she just goes like, back with the food we're all we all stop our conversation because we're sitting here waiting to see if you're right or not <laughs> it's just her turn she's holding pizza smiling walking back and it's like, you just did some crazy ass shit right there but okay i don't know how like and it it's not something that i can like explain because it do, it just hap- it's not like a feeling it's not an energy i just know it's like something just tells you yeah but i was actually planning on saying this a little bit later on when we get into some other creepy shit but it's kind of related my mom is like really into like crystals and stuff like that and what they mean and there was this woman where i'm from who made like necklaces out of things and like sometimes she'd just have like big chunks of crystal like but she'd be able to tell you what they meant and what they do for you and everything like that so she had a facebook page and my mom would place orders with her and i would go and collect the stuff for her pay for it and bring it back to my mom so my mom hadn't actually met this woman and she had bought a few things off her a couple of times but Mm -hmm. she had met me and one time i wasn't there my mom was there i was in the car i can't remember where we were but we were in a car and my mom just decided like to stop off Mm -hmm. and pick something up so she stopped off it was at this woman's house yeah and when your one answered the door she was like oh yeah you're you're the woman whose daughter has come up a few times and my mom was like yeah and she was like does she ever like know things or like see things that aren't there or anything like that my mom was like she's had a few experiences yeah and she was like i think that she's psychic 
and she was like and i think that if she really tried to like look into tune it into and that. tune into it she would be able to yeah so that's something i've always thought about i'm like will i get like some kind of book and try to like start controlling this shit or am i just completely loony like (laughs) (laughs) well you're definitely not loony because i told you i've you've witnessed physically witnessed you doing mad shit like that even nathan who like does not believe in any type of like supernatural shit he listens to me shy on about it because he knows i really believe it but he really doesn't but there's even been a few scenarios with him where he's like how did you know that and i'm like i'm a witch and he's like there's no such thing as he's like how the fuck did you know that yeah and i have like just this running joke with him where like i'm like i told you i'm a witch like i just know and i think i'm really starting to freak him out yeah a little bit it's not like i know like everything that's it's not like something that happens all the time it's just sometimes i'm like oh like yesterday like nathan's dad called us down the stairs and nathan was like oh like what the fuck and i was like oh darren and quiva's at the door yeah and And did you know they were coming over and no they just showed up and you just like knew i just knew i just knew it's weird i don't know do you know what used to happen to me this was when we used to work in that old job that i'm now working in again but (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> i can't mention who it is or anything but yeah. in our old job we worked for customer service where it was like back when i was an agent and we kind of did a mix of everything we we're working in like the tech team so we we're doing like faults and stuff we we're also working in the billing team we'd get like a variety of different calls and every single time a call would come true there'd be this automated voice that would give you like a heads up on like what the customer pressed on like the system when they were trying to get through so whether they selected that they need to speak to someone in false or billing so it gave you an idea of like what way the call was gonna go and i remember like i'd be sitting there like waiting for a call to come through and out of nowhere in my head i'd just say billing and then out of nowhere a call would come through and then i'd hear the automated voice going billing or like sometimes i'd sit there and i'd go false and it was like there could be a wait time so it could vary between calls sometimes i could be waiting 30 seconds sometimes it could be waiting two minutes sometimes it could be waiting like six seven minutes to get a call and like i could be sitting there not knowing when the next call is going to come through and then out of nowhere in my head i would just go billing and then like a call would come through straight away and yeah. be like billing or false and even today the same thing happened when we were shadowing i was waiting for like the person that we were shadowing to take a call and then we we're sitting there and then out of nowhere in my head i was like a call's going to come through yeah because obviously now it's just billing like there's no the department's got separated again so we don't yeah. do everything anymore the way we used to but yeah and i was sitting there and then out of nowhere a call just came true yeah i used to be like like i knew when she was ready to get a call yeah i used to work in the same job that nancy was talking about but i used to get like that as well like i used to be sitting there like guessing like what was gonna come true now sometimes i was wrong yeah it it wouldn't happen all the time but like a lot like 90 a lot of the time eight percent of the time i can confidently say yeah i would know what was gonna come yeah no i don't know it could have just been a total fluke right but yeah i just remember that was mad the next thing that i wanted to kind of talk about a little bit is but it was a place that was like really kind of big (laughs) exciting for me and my friends when we were growing up kind of thing but basically near where i live there used to be a college that burnt down at some stage in the 2000s it probably happened like maybe three years into me living in that estate like it wasn't there for long but yeah there was this huge fire and as far as i know i don't think anyone died like i don't think it happened while it was like in the middle of like a school day or anything like that (laughs) but anyways this college after the whole fire happened the damage was so bad that they never actually i don't think they had the funds to like fix up the whole school anymore so they just kind of left it 
so yeah. it just kind of remained abandoned like there was security that would patrol the place at night and stuff but overall it would pretty much just remain abandoned like in the exact same way that it was after the fire like this place was literally in ruins like the whole place was cleared out there wasn't like tables or desks or anything but there was still like blackboards like all the windows were smashed in and the floor and some areas were like proper caving in because of like the fire and like the damage from the fire and all that being the little shits that we were when we were teenagers we used to like to go over and sneak up to this college and um, this abandoned college because it was really really fucking freaky yeah. especially at night time in the pitch black it was in the middle of like a field as well so there was literally like no source of light around there like your flashlight on your phone was like yeah the only light you had because it was far away from the street lights and shit because it was literally like its own little thing and then obviously there was no power rent in there for years since the fire so yeah and i remember like we would sneak up there all the time and we used to always like pretend that we were like ghost hunting or something <laughs> almost over there because it was like the place was so creepy like it was huge and you had to go through like this field and you had to go through like this little forest to get to it and then there was all these like I don't know what the fuck they were. They were like these pillars. They look like ruins from a castle almost. Yeah. Like on the land that belonged to the college. Like it was quite big. And it kills me because they're after tearing the whole thing down now. And they're building houses now in that area. And I'm so fucking frustrated because if it would have still been there, I probably would have went back yeah. to you. Because I think it would have been. That would have been dead. Now I have loads of videos and stuff of it. Yeah. Um, some of them are like obviously shit quality because the phones weren't that great back then yeah the phone cameras weren't great back then anyways so yeah so we used to go up there like all the time and some weird shit has happened there thankfully nothing too insane but just weird enough that makes me kind of go a bit hmm yeah so the first big thing and this happened like every single time we go up is our phones would just start acting crazy what yeah so one of the big things that would happen is like our phone batteries would just die like what? so quick they would just drain now in all fairness we were using our flashlights and stuff as well so maybe that's why but i mean it would like it was excessive it was like, excessive like guaranteed you could walk in there with a full battery or like 98 percent, and within like less than an hour your phone would be like dead yeah so we always had to be really careful when we were going up there half the time we'd go in with like five flashlights and five phones and we'd walk out with like one yeah <laughs> that was only 10 percent, and we were trying to sprint and get out before need, like a fucking buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> honestly you couldn't go there on your own but yeah so batteries would just drain there wasn't really much signal around the place in general drummer told you it was like in the middle of a field it was kind of far off there wasn't great like phone signal like mobile signal around there but you know the way on snapchat you can like film videos and then upload them on your story and if there's no signal it like saves and you can like upload it then later yeah if that makes sense i used to use snapchat a lot all the time so anyone who i'm friends with from way way back when who has me on snapchat probably has seen videos of me going up to the college like years ago yeah so basically with the videos i would like take videos i would go to upload them on my story and obviously because there'd be no signal they'd all just save there and then as soon as i'd get out and back out onto the main road i'd hit upload and i'd just upload them all then after like in a line for some reason every single time i was there half of the videos and photos that i took just were gone like they just wouldn't save what yeah i don't know if it was like in particular areas or anything like that or like you'll see in some of the videos i'm going to show you because i do have some that are saved that are like archived from yeah. years ago you'll see like my snapchat would like act up where like the the videos would be like real kind of like glitchy or they'd go real blurry yeah. out of nowhere like weird shit like that would happen the other thing as well 
and this is like any of my mates who would go up there with me you can even ask Nathan because he's actually been up there with me as well like way back when we first got together and um, I brought him up there as well one or two times but the other weird thing was like time just felt weird there and I know that sounds absolutely crazy but every single time we'd go up there first of all it'd be like dead silent like you could not hear anything like it was literally whatever like I said place was derelict like it was in ruins it was in bits it was creepy as fuck also the actual college itself was very old I think there was a sign and I think it was built in like the 1800 1886 or something like that like it was old yeah and you could tell it was old even from the ruins like what was left of it like it was very much old architecture and shit like that so even though nobody died in the fire it is possible that maybe along the way I don't know why anyone would hunt the skill but it does happen more often than you think so yeah and we'd be there and it was like i said it was fairly big so you'd be walking around for a good while it feel like we'd be walking around for hours while we were making our way around the place yeah and then we would come back out and we'd only be gone for like maybe 45 minutes what? or an hour but it felt like we were gone for ages and just to kind of give you an idea of how to get there right this wasn't like an easy thing to get to so first of all you would need to walk up a big long road which i would imagine maybe takes about 15 minutes in itself right now this is me saying what it feels like but obviously with this whole time thing about every time we went there it just came out weird yeah so roughly i'd say that takes about 15 minutes then you need to cut through these bushes over to this fence which you need to then hop over the fence all of this is in pitch black by the way into this field that has like mud it's always just flooded with mud yeah like your shields get destroyed going up there then you need to kind of like run along this field which is quite a big field as well mind you probably takes you a good like 10 minutes just to get across this field then you have to walk through like this little forest area and you get to this big long winding path that then brings you up to the building like it is a trek it's a proper yeah. trek and a half i would say it'd easily take like maybe half an hour to get to the actual physical college itself to the actual physical building yeah and then we'd be up there for what would feel like ages and then we'd walk out and it'd only be like an hour gone by yeah that's nah and half the time the only reason we would leave is because our phones would be like dying and we'd be like right come on we better leg it out here before our phones die altogether that's another thing like for your phones to completely die like that has to be a long time yeah and it sounds like it's an hour traveling there like between going there and back oh yeah like Like, that would easily yeah because like it's not easy terrain to get through like i said first you're going through these bushes where you're ducking and diving and you're trying to get through they need to hop this metal fence with spikes on top carefully so you don't get impaled yeah. then you run through this muddy ass swamp field yeah where your like feet are literally sticking in the mud trying to get past like it's not an easy trek whatsoever no it doesn't sound like it. and yeah just the time thing i don't know but we've all said it like it's it fucks with our heads every time we used to go up there the only kind of like actual paranormal like in your face shit that has happened which in a way i'm like thankful because that place was hella creepy i don't yeah. I think i would have lost my mind if anything worse than this happened was one time when we were there and i think it was actually i don't know what possessed us it was me lauren and jenny either way regardless of the whole potential paranormal shit like that place was just sketchy there was like syringes cans in there like people, people were probably up there all the people time, used yeah. it for like sessions and shit like that like to drink in and you know all yeah. of that stuff so probably wasn't the best idea for like the three of us to be up there in the pitch black yeah <laughs> like in the dark at night in this isolated ass no it wasn't it yeah, wasn't the it was best not idea a smart idea whatsoever but anyways we were up there one time and 
like I said, the whole place was really, really quiet. So you could kind of hear. Because I remember, like I said, there was security that would do like rounds. Like they would walk and you'd see them with their flashlight, like walking up and down. They just did a lap of the thing and then just kept on walking. And you'd see them coming every now and again. But you could like see the light and you could hear them. Yeah. Coming before. They'd see you. Before they'd see us. So we used to always like hide and turn off our flashlights and try and look down. And also they wouldn't see us and shit. Like you could hear when people are approaching. Do you get me? Yeah. But anyway, so we were in there and it was the three of us. We were walking around, whatever, talking and we're upstairs we're up on the third floor and we just heard like this loud kind of banging it sounded like something like fell like something loud like fell and it came from like down on the ground floor so we were like freaked out so we're like hell no like let's fucking get out of here but obviously because half the building's burnt down like the whole middle there's like literally a whole crater that goes all the way down you need to be really careful there's only like one safe way realistically that you can get back out so we have to go out the same way we came in kind of thing so so we went out and as we were going out we had to go all the way down to the ground floor again so we were like freaked out we're here like literally trying to sprint and get out of there as quick as we can and we go down and then out of nowhere I could hear it sounded like somebody going like bang 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 they have like these metal doors that are covering up all like the real doors or what the real doors would have been but then the side of the wall is caved in and that's how you're able to kind of get into the place yeah but the doors are all like bolted, bolted shut, shut yeah. yeah so people don't like sneak into the place but you, obviously people still can't get in there and it sounded like it was like somebody banging on that so I started like screaming hello because I was all like oh it's very clearly a person probably like a group of fucking twats like us yeah you know trying to take the piss or something so i was all like i was like hello is anyone there because we are terrified i was like i'd rather it's a fucking security guard and we just get in trouble and it is what it is kind of thing yeah do you know what i mean i was like i'd rather that than fucking a demon so i was like is anyone there and then jenny was like obviously near tears at this point as well so i was like it's nothing it's fine it's my like big sister fucking thing trying to kick in and yeah we end up like sprinting out of there and anyways but when we went out as we were walking around like obviously we were being really quiet as well and there was like nobody outside the building there was nobody in the building we couldn't hear anyone we couldn't see lights we couldn't so yeah we don't know what that banging noise was and there was like a chair that was like in the middle of like a hallway downstairs and we think it was the chair that got like thrown or something that was the first loud bang because that was the only like everything was stripped so there was no like tables or anything there was just like a random chair and i think in the bathrooms there was like random bits of sink like it was both toilets everything like the stalls everything was ripped out but you could see like where the plumbing and all was yeah so you can kind of gauge like what room was what the one that had like the big blackboard you're like okay this is very clearly a fucking yeah lecture hall or whatever but yeah and that's pretty much all the mad shit that happened there that was the only time we actually had something like in your face happen the yeah. rest was kind of just spooky shit with like our phones and stuff acting up that could that very well weird. just be explained. but yeah so weird that is, te- that is actually terrifying. and the time thing i cannot explain no it does remind me of this abandoned we used to just call it abandoned gaff when we were younger yeah and it's on the same road as an abandoned warehouse well what we thought was abandoned but this gaff was in shambles and people used to make all these claims of like hearing things up there and like seeing things up there and like things happening and we used to always go up and we'd be like waiting for shit to happen nothing ever happened yeah the worst like i think the worst that happened was what my friend like went through the floor but that was just because like the place was in bits bits. yeah like there was bottles everywhere like you were saying like syringes like people used it for like sessions and shit like you couldn't be there for more than 20 minutes without like the guard showing up yeah yeah so i remember then when we found the warehouse we kind of start going in there and there was like a backstory to that place i'm not gonna go into the details of that because 
we obviously all got caught in this warehouse and some people got arrested and stuff so yeah. I'm not going to go into major details but there was a backstory so like we were doing like seances and like oh no calling on spirits and stuff and we did hear some like weird banging noises and stuff like that but some people got freaked out and we weren't able to do it anymore but yeah there was some fucked up shit that happened there I do have another story. I'm pretty sure Lauren has also experienced some shit herself. Maybe if she comes on as a guest, if and when she does, I can ask her and see if she's interested in maybe talking about it. Because I know she definitely has told me shit, but I can't remember. But this actually involves another friend. And basically, every summer, I know her family used to go away to Galway. That was like their little family routine. That was like their little vacation. And this one particular year... She, it was the weekend that we knew she was going to Galway and me and my other friend were out and this was back before before like you text your friends to see if they were home to keep in touch like it was yeah. literally like you'd get told on a Thursday they'd be gone for the weekend and you would just have to hope and chill around their house on Sunday for when they arrive home and see if they're willing the to come out for a bit yeah and hope that you bump into them and it's not too late then do you know what I mean and yeah so we were kind of like chilling around well we were actually just chilling in the estate that that particular day and i think it was the saturday so they would have already been gone from the friday and we looked up and we could see they lived up on like the top floor of one of the apartments but you could kind of top floor is like the fifth floor or something it's not like too high up yeah so you could kind of like see it and it wasn't just me mind you it was me and my friends all out and about and one of my mates goes hey look i think so and so is back i was like what do you mean and we look up and we could see up at their kitchen window what looked like a shadow like somebody was like moving around in the house yeah so we were like oh cool she must have came back early like yeah. this is great so we all like literally sprint and start like ringing on our doorbell like you know waiting for somebody to answer and obviously nobody answers so we're like they're taking the piss like someone's home we've literally seen someone moving around so we're here like ringing the doorbell again ringing yeah. the doorbell nobody fucking answers so we were kind of like oh my god and then obviously you know kids being kids we're like what's going on we weren't thinking like paranormal we weren't thinking ghost or anything like that like my child brain wasn't even really going there it was just more so we were like someone broke into her house yeah we're like someone is after she had no pets or anything to be like oh someone's dropping in to feed the animals and they're only gone for a weekend so i don't think they had anyone over to like check in on the house or anything like that and we were literally like someone's after breaking in and then obviously when she comes back we we were all like we think someone broke into your house <laughs> like all this stuff and they go upstairs and they check and like nothing's out of place like nothing like nothing happened but we all see in the shadow and i remember we used to joke and say her house was haunted as well <laughs> like all the houses in my state were just haunted but her house was haunted as well because this one time we were sitting in her bedroom chilling like we're just sitting on our bed talking or whatever as kids do and then her older sister had a do you remember them what are they called like them hi-fi systems yeah like with the big stereo and you can put in like different cds and the two speakers on the side one of them she had one of them on like her windowsill and while we were all sitting there talking all of us were on the bed on the opposite side of the room the stereo just started like blasting music nah and we all ran but then later on we found out that apparently your sister sometimes set it on a timer so we don't know Mm. it could have just been that but it did go off at a fairly random time when her sister usually isn't home so okay well that's weird yeah that's a bit fucked and it was shortly after her nanny passed away so she thought it was her nanny yeah, and she used to say matches she said like she'd wake up and she'd always like see this figure out of a corner eye in like the corner of her room and yeah that is scary yeah 
so the last paranormal one that i have and i think we're gonna finish up and do a part two just because the paranormal ones took very very long yeah so the last one that i wanted to cover was actually a more recent one it was back in 2019 i was going on some night out and i have one relative that lives in the same town as me and funny enough the only reason i know is because i texted my mom one day and said i'm bringing my friend home for dinner and i brought her home my mom was like that's your cousin and i was like no way (laughs) so we're pretty close because like we're the only family that we have in our town so her parents were away so we were having like pre-drinks in hers and we were having an after session in hers so i went over there to like get ready with her so it was just the two of us in the house we're having a few drinks everything was chill everything was fine we were getting ready upstairs and then we went downstairs to get like ice or something like that Mm -hmm. so when we were downstairs we heard like this really loud like crashing noise from upstairs but we were the only two people in the house so we were like what the actual fuck and it sounded like it had come from the window so it sounded like somebody had come in the window and knocked shit down off the window yeah or like booted a football or something through the window so we were like terrified terrified and obviously we had a few drinks in us so we were like panicking and we were like what do we do what do we do and i was like she was like call the guards i was like we can't call the guards and she was like why and i was like because we don't know if there's that note there and like how stupid are we gonna look and i was like we're surrounded by drink as well we're gonna look like fools right yeah so we're like we're gonna have to investigate this ourselves fight right yeah so the two of us pull out these fucking big kitchen knives right like they look like butcher knives and bear in mind we mustn't have been that scared because we took a selfie with the knives off <laughs> on the instagram if she says that it's okay yeah and we're both like posing with the knives like oh we're gonna get killed and we went up the stairs like terrified like creeping around the corners like tiptoeing like leaving the lights off and all and we were extremely embarrassed to find out that the wind knocked over the bottle of vodka on the window <laughs> really a paranormal experience but it was a terrifying yeah. one that we thought was paranormal at first well, that would scare the shit out of me yeah. as well to be fair and i really didn't want to go up them stairs as if actually like it wasn't my house it was her house as well so i was yeah. like oh. i was like this is your problem so like, i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah. trying to save your fucking house like no thank you oh stop so i have two more none of these are mine these are both people that i know and this is their experiences but i just thought i would include them because they are fucking insane and you need to hear about them (laughs) and then i think we're pretty much gonna wrap it up there yeah for now and then we'll do a part two for the like alien stuff for the rest we have like mad ufo stories and some other crazy shit that we want (laughs) to talk about as well but the paranormal just took over (laughs) okay so this is something that actually happened to my nanny so just a bit of preface my nanny isn't one to be super into like paranormal horror movies any of that kind of spooky shit it's just not my nanny's vibe she has no interest in any of that she doesn't actively think about anything she's very much a religious woman yeah (laughs) you know what i mean she does not think about evil and all this bad juju you know what i mean she's very much a ray of light but when obviously she's retired now when she was working she used to work in a dormitory for what would be like secondary school kids so teenagers age between like 12 to 18 and it was like a mixed dorm so it would be like girls and boys and what her role was was she was like a dorm supervisor so she used to do the night shift so basically every night 
I can't remember what time she started work at, but anyways, she'd start work, she'd go there, she would need to do her rounds and check and do like a roll call and make sure that all, everyone, all the students were back in their dorms by, I think it was like 10 o'clock or something like that. Everyone yeah, had to whatever curfew. In their yeah, rooms, yeah. whatever their curfew was. She'd have to make sure everyone was there, make sure everyone was accounted for. And then she would basically go, she had like this little office with a desk, computer. I've been there while she was working, so I've seen it. And then there was like a single bed because she was working throughout the night and yeah that was pretty much it and like a little tv in the corner as well in case she wanted to watch Teddy or something yeah. and then her job was basically to chill out in that room all night she could sleep if she wanted to sleep but basically just in case something, uh, happens. something happens yeah there's somebody there there's an adult present right so anyways one night she went to work as normal she was chilling out in her little room and a girl comes down knocking to speak to her and this girl's in absolute hysterics and she's terrified oh no right so this girl starts saying to my nanny that one of the other girls that shared a room with her was scaring the shit out of her and everyone else in the room. Okay. <laughs> so my nanny was all like, what, what is she doing? <laughs> like, it is like three o'clock in the morning. You're after disturbing me. What is this girl doing at 3 a.m. that's scaring the shit out of everybody in the fucking room? And in these rooms, I think there was like five or six girls per room. Per room, yeah. So she's like, she keeps saying she's hearing these voices. And she keeps saying she's seeing these shadows in our room and it's freaking everybody out. And everyone was terrified. So my nanny goes up to the room to investigate. All the girls are literally in hysterics. All of them in that room. Chaos. They were all standing outside the room when my nanny went up. She went in. She had a look around the room. There was nothing there. Literally nothing at all. So she was like, girls, like, are you just playing a joke? Because this really isn't funny. And I think they were slightly older, but they were still in the younger. I think they were like 13-ish. My nanny was like, if you if you are messing right now, like, this is not funny. Get back to bed. It's late. Like, stop taking yeah. the piss kind of thing. And the one girl that was seeing this stuff and hearing this stuff, my nanny ended up taking her down to her room where like down to where her little office was because obviously she was still like distraught and upset or whatever so she's like i'm gonna remove you from the situation from the situation yeah. yeah so the other girls go back to bed they all feel safe now that this girl is gone yeah and my nanny takes the girl you know tries to calm her down and my nanny said look it's a couple of hours till morning why don't you sleep here tonight she's like i'll i don't need to sleep i got a few hours sleep already i'll just chill out and I, I'm here if anything happens I'm in the room with you I'll watch over you I'll make sure you're okay yeah and she's like first thing in the morning I'll ring your parents your nanny's in. adorable I know she was so cute she was like first thing in the morning I'll ring your parents in all friends she was so cute she used to talk about because obviously me and my sister are like far away yeah um, she used to talk about how she loved that job so much because she would treat all the kids there like her grandkids ah, so she had like that so type of cute. relationship yeah. with her like even when I remember I'd be visiting and all like she'd, she'd have kids fellas girls all different ages like knocking into her just to say goodnight to her and Aww. just to you know say hello and check in with her and oh you're working tonight like just wanted to pop in and say hi and like little chit chat and all yeah it was really cute they'd bring her like little gifts like chocolates and stuff all the time Aww. as well yeah she was really loved and appreciated in there but anyway so my nanny was like yeah go to sleep I'll ring your parents in the morning so yeah. the girl goes to bed whatever morning rolls around so my nanny rings the parents the parents come up they take the girl and they bring her home right so she's then she's gone for a few days right yeah obviously she's going through some shit like my nanny wasn't necessarily thinking anything like ghosts or paranormal or anything freaky like that my nanny was thinking like oh who knows like maybe she's having like a mental episode maybe she has some type of undiagnosed you know schizophrenia or something Something or maybe she's having a bad reaction to certain medication that can make you hallucinate and have all these auditory and you know visual hallucinations like it could just be something like that my nanny obviously didn't know what the story was but she didn't think anything 
paranormal. Sometimes here, you can even have a fever so bad that that happens. That that like happens, exactly. So my nanny was like, she's unwell. Yeah. <laughs> she's unwell. There's something just wrong with her. <laughs> I don't get paid enough. I am not qualified enough to deal with this. I'm not her parents. Oh. I'll call your mom. Yeah. Let them deal with the hospital, do what they need to do. I'm sorry, so she's off for a few days. My nanny's like, she's sick. Eventually, she comes back after a few days' time. And my nanny is talking to her to like check in with her, see how she's getting on, whatever else. And she turns around and she tells my nanny that she found out that apparently her dad has the exact same visions and they only happen around a certain time of the year. And apparently, it's due to a curse. That was put on her family's ancestors. What? So obviously this was something that was going on for a while. But I don't think she ever experienced it until she reached like a certain age or something like that. I don't fucking know. Because she never had them before. But her dad's been seeing shit like that and hearing stuff like that. Basically his whole life. Basically his whole life. Yeah. And apparently comes from his dad's side of the family. And the place my parents are from. Like there are definitely places like certain areas where they would still be really big into like the occult and fucking mad like witches and and all that stuff all that shit like mad voodoo shit um but yeah apparently what happened was there was some type of like arguments had wasn't even like the grandparents it was like her great 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 grandparents or something that had this in this like little town that they all hailed from and yeah they had a scrap with like some other family in that area and they apparently cursed them by burying a skull somewhere on their land yeah and apparently they cannot break this curse until they find a skull and apparently her family has been trying to find a skull forever and they still haven't found a skull and yeah now this girl is going to be experiencing the same shit what and her family never like mentioned it to her because they didn't want to freak her out yeah and it was only when she started having divisions and stuff they were like they sat her down and was like it's time we tell you about the family curse oh my god like is that not something that man me I, I would be wishing I was schizophrenic oh time. my god same I same. would be sitting there saying are you sure you don't want to get me tested are you sure you yeah. don't want to give, give me, me the meds just, just give me the give meds give me the meds give Make me this something stop. cause I do not I cannot be cursed <laughs> now my nanny believes this girl and apparently she is like a very honest person my nanny doesn't think that you know, my nanny she found lied, this yeah. fucking weird as well. So she told my ma this, and my ma was like, "What the fuck?" And then my ma told me that. But at the same time, like, obviously, could someone have ill intentions and like to freak out old nannies, old sweet nannies that just try to look out for everyone's well-being? Yeah, could be as well. I don't know. It could. It could be somebody who, who was attention-seeking. Like, could be pathological liars. We know a few of them. I've experienced a few of them firsthand, and they can come up with some mad shit that's very convincing. Very fucked so up. So that could fucking be it as well. But yeah, that was probably the craziest one so far. I think Most that one is there. definitely craziest. Now the next one is something that I know for a fact is real. Like not that the other one I don't think is real, but like, you just know for a fact. I don't know this person. Yeah. This is something that's coming from my nanny, and like I said, I don't think. That third hand information. Yeah, exactly. It's not something that it's not like something that happened to me or something that happened to you or somebody that I'm like directly yeah close with. Unlike my next story, which will be our last story today. We're gonna end it on a bang. So the last one that I want to talk about is somebody who I am very close with, which is Nathan. <laughs> not Becca's Nathan, my Nathan, obviously. And once again, kind of similar to my nanny, I wouldn't say Nathan is like a huge believer. Not that he doesn't believe in 
spirits or ghosts or the paranormal or anything like that but he just doesn't really like think about it yeah if that makes sense like i'd be more like ooh, ooh what's you know i hear about a haunted place and i'd be like ooh, what's that about yeah where he'd just be kind of like eh. like he, even with horror movies and stuff like he enjoys them but i feel like it's more so he does a lot of that stuff and goes along with it it's not that he hates it i'd say he mainly kind of watches shit like that because of me yeah you know what i mean no he is interested to a certain degree but i don't know whether he's just pretend to be interested or he's actually starting to get interested a little bit now because of me but anyways so just to kind of give you an idea of where his mindset is at and i know for a fact now he would not lie to me about this yeah he's told me the story firsthand (laughs) i believe him so basically in his old job he worked as like a delivery driver for this company and he would deliver slash collect like various different things various different places but during covid he was involved in doing a lot like hospital work because obviously there was a lot more need in hospital in hospital equipment and medical equipment to be like changed out and thrown out and all the rest on this one specific day he was told that he had to go collect some medical supplies from a hospital and i don't know where exactly this hospital is i don't i can't remember whether it was actually a hospital in dublin because he used to do runs like all around ireland at that rate back when covid was like really really big but anyways it was a hospital in ireland (laughs) yes he gets to the hospital and he sent out to an annex around the back of the main building so it wasn't like attached to the main hospital building that wasn't being used for anything that they had turned into a temporary covid ic award because the cases were so high around that time so anyway so when he gets into the annex just to give you an idea of kind of the layout there's basically like a large door that you need like a swipe to enter the annex has two entryways it has one door at the front and one door at the back the back door was like completely locked but he was given a swipe that would unlock the front door so he had like one way to get in and out was that front door once you get into this little annex it was basically like a long hall with the other door on the end of it and then there's kind of like doors on either side of the hall that leads to like little kind of rooms like patient rooms yeah we're like you know you know what a hospital looks like you get the gist you get the gist as well as that there was also like a little kind of area that was like a nurse's station that had like a panel with like different i think there were like lights or something that like indicate you know like the buzzers that nurses have and stuff like that it all plays into the story so just bear with me right so when he was sent to do this job he was the only person that was like in that area there was nobody in there anymore and that annex that was turned into a makeshift ward that actually wasn't being used covid numbers were kind of decreasing at this point so they didn't need to use that as an icu anymore that's why he was sent to like grab all the bits and bobs and then like remove it from the place right so it wasn't actually actively being used at the time that he was in there yeah so there was literally nothing in there he said that when he went in he obviously like scoped out the place first of all there was not any living person in the building in the building second of all he said that all the rooms were pretty much empty like all the medical equipment was gone all the beds were like all stripped like they were not in use at all bar one he said there was one room that still had like the bedding and stuff was still on it and it still had like plastic around the bed and the plastic sheets around the door because it was like obviously with covid like it was an icu ward so they had to kind of isolate everyone right so he obviously looks at that and he's like, oh, that's a bit freaky looking. But yeah. he's like, whatever, I'm here to do a job. Like I said, he wouldn't be thinking of ghost or anything creepy like that. So he's like, off I go. So he walks out of the room. He walks, like I said, he poked his head and kind of like looked into the room, seeing what the story was. And then like left. He was like, oh, that's weird. And then left again. Because he was a bit curious as well. He's never seen like what way. He was saying to me that it looked like something out of movies. <laughs> You know the way like in them zombie movies or them outbreak yeah. movies, there's like the hospital beds with all the plastic sheeting around it. He said it felt like that's that's what he wanted to look and he knew, you know, it was safe or whatever. But anyway, so he goes to walk back out and this buzzer goes off, right? And immediately he's like, oh, he must have like 
left the door open or you know the way sometimes like it can set off various alarms and like buildings because he used to do office buildings and stuff as well so he was like oh i must have like left the door open or something that said that buzzer off didn't think much of it and he's like trying to find out you know he's checking the doors like everything's fine he's like trying to find out what this buzzer noise is going yeah. off and he realizes that it's coming from the nurse's station so he sees like one of the buttons is little presses it noise stops yeah he's like okay cool doesn't think anything of it walks down the corridor walks past that room the buzzer goes off again what the fuck he's like okay clearly there's some type of motion sensor he's setting off some type of alarm once again he's still not really like putting two and two together he walks back and goes to switch it off a second time the second time he goes to switch it off he pays more attention and he sees that the light that the buzzer's going off in corresponds with that room that still had the plastic sheeting what the all fuck? over it yeah like the one no, that was I actually like, have goosebumps yeah um it was the nurse alarm you know the way in hospitals you have the what little alarm the fuck? it was the nurse no. alarm going off like somebody was pressing the nurse alarm so Nathan goes into the room then right because he was like there has to be a logical explanation for this right so he was thinking like oh maybe when he was in there maybe the you know the way they have like if you're obviously they have they have two things they have the thing with the button but then they also have like a cord that you can pull he went to see like oh maybe the cord's tangled like he was trying to make some type of logical sense of this and he went in he said there was nothing in the room like there was nothing that could have been potentially setting off this alarm in this room and it just kept happening and he said he walked out he walked past it again it went off a third time at this point he was just like i am nope in the fuck out of here i am done like he was like this is too fucking freaky this is when he started like literally getting a bit what What the fuck fuck? so he's like i'm done he grabs his shit goes to leave right he swipes at the thing goes to pull the open door doesn't open what and he said that he was like pulling on the door and when he would swipe it he could hear the door like unlocking you know like you can hear the little clicking noise i'm actually getting shit when he would try to pull the door it was like it was locked again right so he was all like something's not right here so he does it again same thing happens he hears the door like unlocking but it's like the door won't open when he was saying this music it made no fucking sense because fair enough if it was like a number pad you know like the way he's been and it kind of takes two seconds to like reset and he, then it'll let you put in the code again kind of thing it wasn't it was a swipe so it should have just opened opened and like i said it's not like the mechanism wasn't working because you could hear the door unlocking unlocking but it just wasn't opening what the fuck? and Ian is not a frail man either do you know what I mean? yeah like he, no he'd be able to open he'd the door be able to open like... a fucking jam door if it was just uh the door got stuck kind yeah. of thing and the third time he went to swipe and the door opened and he legged it out of there and then he said that he was like i'm never going back there again. i would never go back there yeah again. not but at see home. that's why shit like that hospitals and stuff freak me the fuck out because of that yeah because how many people died there and then also not only that but how many people are currently dead right now at right this now because they have a morgue underneath Ooh, it no. just freaks me the fuck out i hate hospitals same and then the last little thing as well so obviously he went home after this he like nope the fuck out went yeah. home he had a shower and and i was actually like in his house at this point and this is something he said to me <laughs> he was all like can I ask you something? Now, mind you, he had already told me the story about what happened yeah. that day in work and whatever else. And I was like, what? And he was all like, can you smell like hospital off me? And I was all like, no, not at all. You know what You can like, smell, hospitals have yeah, a specific, have a smell. that disinfectant kind of smell. He's like, can you smell that off me? And I was like, no. I was like, you're literally just after having a shower as well. So I was like, you literally just smell like fresh and clean. You don't yeah. smell like a hospital by any means and he was all like i know he's like i just i can't get that smell away from me he's like he just gets smelling it the whole day what the, the whole fuck? day like no it could just be the case that maybe the smell just 
stayed with him. Yeah. But like still, that's yeah, that doesn't normally happen though. Yeah, like, normally you leave the hospital and that's it. The smell's gone. Yeah, but he was like saying that randomly throughout the whole day. He could just keep like smelling. Like he just kept getting this horrible like sense, what like smell the of the fuck? hospital. Yeah, that is freaky. It went away the next day though, and he was fine. Yeah, and after that he hasn't. Still. Nothing else has happened. Man, that's like something tried to possess him. That actually sounds Stop, like something. Don't even say that because I was fucking freaked the fuck out. Yeah. I was terrified. I mean, obviously he wasn't possessed because the smell went away and he's normal. He was fine and after. But yeah, but, it's like something latched onto him almost. Yeah. I hate that. That I was getting the shivers. Like, I don't know if you were looking at me. Like, I was literally like flinching. Yeah, no, that's that sorry. Story. And I'm telling you now, he would not be the person to like lie or make, make sure that up. No. No. That is scary. I told you he used to come to the college with us when we used to go to that abandoned college. I also went to a load of other creepy abandoned places with him before. Like he, yeah. he doesn't get scared or like freaked out. He's no. he's like personally he's very rational. I'd be like ghosts or I'd be like, Oh yeah. what's that? And he's always like super rational about things. Yeah, he's always very rational. He's rational about everything. Everything. <clears throat> he's so, very rational. And I've heard him himself say that he doesn't really believe in that type of stuff so it would take a lot to scare him yeah but yeah we were gonna cover all of our insane experiences but we're at about two hours of recording oh, now God. now it'll probably be down to like yeah. an hour and a bit by the time i finish editing by the time it's edited yeah but we think this is gonna be quite a long one because we still have a lot of stuff that we want to tell you so we are gonna do a second part so this was just we covered all of the paranormal stuff so next week it's gonna be ufos and just weird crazy shit that's happened or yeah. things that we thought was happening but wasn't because if you think that's it oh hell no oh, there hell no. is we have more. alien stories we have kidnapping stories there's yeah. so much more there's to come. so much more <laughs> this is just the start <laughs> it's just a little taste yeah of our fucked up lives it's different type of fucked up shit but it's still fucked up shit it's still fucked up shit so we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you want to reach out to us on any of our social media it's all in the description below and yeah until next time Bye. bye